0: our show, Sleepover, Sleepover Cinema, Cinema, where we analyze the films that created the collective unconscious of the girls, gays, and days of the late 90s and early 2000s. I'm Hannah Leach.
1: And I'm Audrey Leach. We are the sister filmmaking duo known as Two Pink Pictures, and we haven't stopped thinking about these movies since we first saw them.
0: We're going to explore the good,
1: the bad, and the
0: nonsensical of the sometimes direct-to-tape movies that first inspired <laughs> in <this case. laughs> that first inspired our love for film. In an attempt to answer the question, are these movies actually good? And at the end of the day, do we really care if they are?
1: Today we are talking about 1999's Passport to Paris. <laughs> Mary
0: Kate and Ashley. <laughs> the trailer is so funny i'm excited really? to put it in yeah it's like mary kate and ashley olsen <laughs> headed to the city of lights <laughs> what? what do two teenagers do in the city of lights fall in love with two french boys uh <laughs> shop till they drop it's like <laughs> marry that oh god <laughs> they're like wee <"Oui>, wee. Oui. <laughs> say oh wee wee.
2: camera Passport? Where are we going?
0: Get ready to rendezvous with Mary-Kate and Ashley in Paris. We're going to Paris? What do two all-American girls do in the City of Lights? Shopping. Ditch their chaperone. I don't do shopping. He's a geek. Meet a supermodel. She's Trey Chic.
2: I do shopping.
0: <laughs> Fall head over heels for two French boys. What
2: do you say? Who cares?
0: And see the sights. Magnifique. Ooh, you some boys. It's a wild ride turning the city upside down.
2: Wow, you girls don't waste any time.
0: Will their French adventure go too far?
2: Are we in trouble? Ooh la la,
0: it's Mary-Kate and Ashley's Passport to Fun. Paris will never be the same. <laughs> what can
2: I say? We're teenagers. Mary-Kate
0: and Ashley's all-new movie, Passport to Paris, now available only on video. <laughs> say wee oui wee <oui> to Paris. <laughs> <laughs> this is a uh, a bad movie, but a good movie today.
1: Yeah, we're not going to be taking ourselves real seriously. Definitely not. And neither should you when listening Ever. to this. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Life's
0: the game. Anyway, okay, Passport to Paris. That is our movie for today. And we are going to start with the facts. This movie was released direct to video on November 9th, 1999. It was directed by Alan Metter, whose IMDb was Essentially barren, aside from this movie, <laughs> which was surprising. Um, just because you'd think that this someone would be who does somebody this, somebody
1: who does all Mary Kate and yeah, Ashley or it, whatever, this was like the only thing he did. That's so that's so weird. weird. Maybe he was French. Oh, um, maybe. I don't know though. Seems unlikely. <laughs> I agree.
0: Um, this movie was produced by Audrey. You were telling me it was produced by Mary Kate and Ashley's production company.
1: Yeah, their production company was called Dual Star. Right. And (laughs) it's funny (laughs) because there's two of them and they're stars. Um, And I just feel like every, I just feel like a lot of things about Dual Star are just kind of kept secret. Or like, there, it's just not that much public knowledge about their production company. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure, and I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure their parents. conjecture. I'm pretty sure their parents started it. And their parents basically ran it. Do you think they
0: started it as, like, a response to them having been handled by, like, Full House for so long?
1: Uh, I feel like there's so much dirt there that is to be uncovered, but obviously they're really private now yeah they have no social media and profiles they have clearly gone through it and now they mm-hmm. just want to be private and I feel like there's a lot there that we don't know about like in theory it would be their parents being like we're gonna take control of their fame so it's easier for them or like we can do what we want yeah. but at the same time then now they're in the situation of like our parents are working us right
0: right, you know? right. I'm sure there's a uh juicy memoir in there somewhere yeah <laughs> that i am excited to get one day anyway so passport to paris was written by elizabeth krueger who i was looking at her credits uh she's like mostly a tv writer she wrote a bunch of salvation which i don't know what that is but whatever she wrote a couple episodes of girlfriend's guide to divorce and she also wrote our lips are sealed another very famous mary ashley movie and then I looked up the other writer, Craig Shapiro, and I was like, why are their credits literally exactly the same? And then I realized they are a husband and wife duo who write shows together. And they are, in fact, the showrunners of the Charmed reboot, which I thought had been canceled, but it hasn't been canceled. I,
1: I love a uh, spouse writing duo. Yes, me too. You know, Greta Gerwig, Noah back. <laughs> but do they write things together? They do, yeah. They oh. they usually at the by the end of the film, it's you know it's one of their films, but they've always like workshopped each other's stuff. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I get weird vibes from Noah Baumbach, personally. which rightfully so. He's kind of weird. Yeah, I saw him recently introduce Lady Bird, um, because Greta had just had a baby, mm-hmm. and so she wasn't there, and it was his retrospective at the Metrograph, and that's why. Um, it was him introducing it. Uh-huh. But yeah, he's really like, he was so nervous. Wait, why would her movie be in his retrospective though? He did workshop it a lot and wrote it kind of with her. It's okay. her movie. She wrote it, but he, they he really was like, worked together. Okay. Yeah. I can respect that. Yeah.
0: This movie also has a 50% audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes with no critic score.
1: <laughs> so Wait, that's like better than other movies? It I mean. is better.
0: I think this movie does give you exactly what you want.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I'm assuming no critics because it wasn't released to a theater. Yeah, it was direct to... I keep saying direct to video, direct to tape. Is it
0: direct to tape? Either. I mean, it was... A home release? yeah (laughs) I don't know (laughs) anyway so you can probably guess what this movie's about already but the plot synopsis is sent to Paris to visit their grandfather the twins fall in love with France (laughs) not to mention two French boys
1: (laughs) okay there's more to it than that that is basically it though (laughs) Yeah. I think they learn about like
0: responsibility.
1: Yeah, that's supposed to be like the moral of it. It's like there's more to life than shopping and like your social calendar. You know,
0: the answer is that there's
1: not. Yeah.
0: There's not. There's really not.
1: I mean, that's all I do. So, (laughs) like, just kidding. I wish that was my life right
0: now, but it's not. There's no tagline, which is really disappointing because reading so the tagline sad. is my favorite part of recording.
1: <laughs> and there should have been. We can make one up. Um, it, it, is it not
0: say wee oui, wee oui, to Perry?
1: <laughs> like maybe.
0: Or uh, <laughs> like, like Trey Bien, totally zen. <laughs> Something stupid oh, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, oh, homecoming dance. Or summer in France.
1: Okay. That
0: doesn't really work either, though, because it's spring.
1: Yeah, it's like spring into summer. Spring. Spring fling. Spring fling. It was spring fling that they're missing. Yeah, and Hannah's pool party. Yeah, Hannah's pool party.
0: We're getting into it too quickly.
1: Okay, (laughs) so let's talk about this cast.
0: Mary-Kate and Ashley as, of course, (laughs) Melanie and Allie, and the first letter does correspond with their names. That's Um,
1: convenient.
0: Melanie and Ali are perfect names. They're like Melanie. In this yeah, Ali. Allie. Melanie. <laughs> and Ali. Why are we literally just doing French accents and being rude? We are, Here's what we I mean. are
1: actually impersonating the boys. The way they talk. The way that they talk. Well, the crazy
0: it. thing is, for some reason, our whole childhood... Well, okay, I'm about to reveal this information. But okay, when I was researching this, I found out that both of the French boys in this movie are American. Yeah, and the whole time I thought they were real.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> they are real. <laughs> They're just not Parisian. <laughs> They're not French even. Um, They're literally like from LA. Yeah, like the the one with brown hair I saw in something recently, and I was like, Ethan Peck. Oh my god! It has to have been yes. Ethan
0: Peck because the no, other guy's just one. a musician now.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's in.
0: Uh, he plays Spock now in the Star Trek reboot. Oh wow! Which is big.
1: <laughs> well, you know he can just. We know which credit of his is really to be We know which one is the
0: career staple. Anyway, so we have Mary-Kate and Ashley. They have their first film kiss in this movie. A very big deal. At the same
1: time. That was kind of creepy. That's so creepy. They don't deserve
0: that. I mean, hopefully their real first kisses didn't happen that way.
1: Yeah, I was going to say first film.
0: All right. Like, whatever. At least they had to suffer it together. Yeah. (laughs) And then we have Yvonne Cio, I'm going to guess it's pronounced, as Brigitte the... Parisian supermodel who randomly enters their life, and I don't remember how, and I'm pretty sure it's in a really, really stupid way.
1: There's a great montage, though. I know the shopping
0: montage is amazing.
1: Yeah. Attitude. (laughs) Let's not forget. She's
0: randomly in the Pink Panther with Steve Martin and Beyonce. She would. She's. uh, I don't know what capacity (laughs) she's in that movie, but whatever. Um, We have Peter White as Grandpa, who is a... uh, I did not know this, but he was on... All My Children from 1976
1: to 2005. Oh, my God. So, like,
0: she was booked and blessed for a long time. He was also on The Colbys for a bunch of episodes. I don't know what that is, but I basically just... He was just, uh, like, a recurring character on a lot of episodic TV shows. Uh, We have Matt Winston as kind of, like, uh, grandpa's assistant slash the chaperone of the gals. Yeah. And okay, I have only seen like two episodes of Scrubs in my life but apparently he's like a really big character on Scrubs. He plays Dr. Stedman. Does that mean
1: anything to you? I've never seen Scrubs. Okay,
0: well, I'm sure there are people listening that have seen it and we are just... (laughs) We are are clearly the peak of culture, like the definition of culture. We
1: came here to be enlightened.
0: (laughs) But we can't say anything about Scrubs. He also was in I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. We do not support a homophobic film. Uh, He was also in Star Trek Enterprise. He was on Sweet Life of Zack and Cody for like a couple episodes.
1: Oh, yeah. I kind of remember that. Yeah.
0: And he was also on Fame LA, which I'm guessing was like a TV adaptation of the movie Fame. Sounds like a hit. (laughs) Yeah. Fame LA was before Passport to Paris and everything else was after. And then as the boys, we have Brocker Way as Jean, (laughs) who uh, he's a musician now and does not act anymore. And then we have Ethan Peck as Michel. Uh, He was on- Michael. As Michael, (laughs) but pronounced Michel. He was on 10 Things I Hate About You. He was now, he's currently on Star Trek Discovery as Spock, as I said, and- I, I'm really disappointed that both these actors are American.
1: Should have known if we had had even one ounce of French culture in us.
0: <laughs> but we did. We didn't um, at for, all.
1: We had none. We had so. nothing
0: but Kraft mac and cheese and the pool. And that's it. <laughs> Audrey had Oreos and pretzel rods. Yeah. We didn't. We wouldn't know an escargot if it
1: <laughs> hit us.
0: It hit us. The
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway. So that's what's up with the cast. Now, 1999, this is the oldest movie we've covered so far. I was four when it came out. Audrey was two. And I just want to give a little bit of a sense of, like, the cultural vibe of 1999, pop culture-wise, slash a little bit of American culture. So the Star Wars prequels first started happening again. Audrey and I have never seen Star Wars, so we don't. I know that the prequels are bad, but that's kind of it.
1: At this point, I'm not seeing them on purpose. It's her bit now. You know, Yeah. You go to film school. It's just what happens. You got to choose a movie that you're not going to watch or a series of movies. That's mine. The Sixth Sense. Very <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
0: she's a she's a hero and a fighter.
1: Um. The Sixth Sense came out,
0: Toy Story 2 came out, The Matrix came out, Tarzan, American Beauty. All those movies are like really, really massive and definitely made an impact on culture, I would say. Yeah. Toy Story 2 is really good and I haven't seen it in a really long time. Yeah. Two of the biggest songs of 1999 were Hit Me Maybe One More Time. I'm pretty sure that was her debut. Yeah, it was. It was her first single ever. I saw recently that that song was rated number one on a list of all time best debut singles.
1: Yeah, that's about right.
0: I mean, what a brand, honestly. I love that you
1: just said her and we're all just assuming <laughs> that everybody knows if you don't, then uh, obviously you shouldn't be here right now. <laughs> it's Brittany. It's Britney, bitch. We're not even, cut that out. We're not even clarifying it. If you don't know, just, just click <laughs> I'll off. just bleep it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we don't want you here if yeah. you don't know who we're talking about. Oh, and also, I Want It That Way. Amazing song. It's really hard to not sing it when yeah, you hear it. Yeah, <laughs> And then, uh, much darker, Columbine happened that year, and Clinton was acquitted uh, from like lying under oath about Monica Lewinsky. Two uh, events that were also very, very formative to the American consciousness. So, yes,
1: 1999 you know, was not holding back. We These had are no consciousness for it, but yes, <laughs> yeah. But this is crazy. Okay, so we had this movie in the
0: minivan that we would ride around in. <laughs> The Toyota Sienna (laughs) XLE blue colored. And uh, so Audrey and I have probably seen this movie. It's
1: got to be like 30, probably more 30, 45 times. Yeah. It's, it's, it's
0: dark how much we've seen this. I don't know why we, so we had three Mary Kate and Ashley movies. We had this one switching goals and billboard dad. And I feel like billboard dad was the best, but I also feel like we watched it watched it the least. Yeah. Do you think that's because it was, like, good? It was
1: about soccer.
0: She always liked the
1: nuts. <laughs> the nuts.
0: <laughs> we should do an episode on that movie, too. Uh,
1: <laughs> there's a lot of great lines. Oh, my God. Knockoffs. Yeah. Okay. Well,
0: let's not go down that road right now. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm looking at your notes of things you remember, and I cannot believe it. What do you remember <laughs> about this movie? And when was the last time you think you saw it?
1: I think I watched it a few years ago, probably when I was, like, really sad in my dorm, like, freshman year of college. And I was, like, trying to hold on to my youth or something. (laughs) Probably then. All Um, right. (laughs) We all have that moment, you know, when you're, like, in your college dorm and you Mm -hmm. have no friends. Mm -hmm. And you just start watching, like, really nostalgic things. It's a little bit of a cancer thing, but yeah. I do get it.
0: I do get it. I'm close to that. Yeah. True.
1: Okay. So <laughs> there's a chef at the ambassadors the embassy? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> in the plot, their dad is
0: the US ambassador to France. Their grandpa. Excuse me. Their <laughs> grandpa.
1: Um, and at the embassy, there's a chef who probably is also not French. If you looking at him now. No,
0: Francois. Is he French? He is French. No, but
1: like the actor. He's French. Really?
0: He's the only one who's actually French other than Brigitte, obviously. Oh, okay
1: well that's good yeah um but he is like shunning mcdonald's the whole movie and i just remember being like but it's so good (laughs) i think that's like a plot point they're like french fries it is yeah Yeah. they're like french fries (laughs) and they like feed him or they like discover him eating it in the middle of the night or something yeah the gag um I remember, like, watching this, and even though it's very clearly a kid's movie. It's rated G. Yeah, like, it's, like, so, such, like, it's such a kid's movie, but I remember when I was watching it, I felt like the relationship between Jeremy, the chaperone, and the French model Brigitte was, like, kind of steamy, kind of mature. Yeah, chocolat. Because they're just, like, adults, just full
0: on. I am so excited to hear how bad that dialogue is.
1: Yeah. I'm
0: sure it's trash. It, it, so what shall we do? Yeah, There's so nice. many lines I remember.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know that this is I feel like if you haven't seen this movie this would feel like listening to a long inside joke cuz we're just like so ready to talk about this stuff. Yeah. So, so you better watch it is what we're saying.
1: Right. Um, and then this one line that their mom says, that the twins' mom says in the beginning, I remember really clearly, she's like, There's more to life than call waiting and trips to the mall. It's up to us to show them. <laughs> she's talking about how they need to be less shallow. Yeah. Um For some reason they have to have hyper cultured. 14 year old yeah and the the both the girls have on headsets to talk to their friends yeah well because they're doing the
0: dishes (laughs) but they gotta talk to their friends that's relatable that's me with my airpods it's really
1: cute um and yeah it's just some iconic cinematography you know like zooming into the mouth type thing when they're like They find out that they have to go to Paris. Boo-hoo! I know. I
0: also wrote down, like, who's ungrateful for a trip to Paris. And they're
1: like, no! And it, like, zooms into their mouths. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it does.
0: And then it zooms back out of their mouths.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's just just great. And then (laughs) I'll let you talk about the lockers. Okay, okay. And then, um, actually, this recently resurfaced on Twitter. But there's the scene where they're supposed to be in the Louvre. And uh, there's some really funny VFX going on behind them. Because they clearly couldn't film in there, so they had to find a workaround. But we were never meant to think that they were actually in the No, Luf. it's very much like a montage. It's like an
0: impressionistic yeah. montage of being in the Louvre. Yeah,
1: and, and the person on Twitter was making it seem like we were supposed to believe they were there. I know, there. I was like, don't misrepresent Dual Star. Yeah, I was like, I feel like, no, I don't think they were trying to fool us there. I think we were with it. Like, yeah, unless we you were it.
0: like actually like three years old or something. Yeah. <laughs> God, fuck (laughs) three-year-olds. Okay. My notes include uh, cringy stuff that was bad even when we were kids. Like, there was bad acting in this movie, especially from the boys. That was, like, so (laughs) bad. Like, it... Okay, I feel like this, like, will sound bad, but I don't mean it to. Like, some of the acting was so bad that I thought it was, like, because of a language barrier. But <laughs> yeah. now that I know... Now that we know, it's like... Now, yeah. now that I know... Well, now the messed up thing is, were they intentionally playing up the language barrier for for laughs?
1: Oh. I don't know. We'll, we'll have find to read out. it in a new way. Yes. But, yeah, I mean, as far as the acting goes, it's kind of the Hillary Duff syndrome <laughs> a little bit. Yes. Well, ma- who, the girls? Yeah. Well, we don't even know if they're bad yet. Oh, I, I think you I You think do. you know they're bad? <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm, like, ready to be dazzled, personally. I just,
1: I love them, and I will support them as long as I live, but they were not actors. They were cute. <laughs> they were cute. We might, we might take that back. I might we'll rescind. See. We'll see. find out. Yeah.
0: So my other notes pretty much aligned with Audrey's, and the most important one to talk about is the fact that TV shows about middle school and high school do such a good job, especially Nancy Classified as another example. I'm of, fabulous. Yes, of making you think that decorating your locker is like the biggest part oh. of being <laughs> in high school or middle school. And the lockers oh my God. in this movie, they're basically like only in the opening. I just yeah. remembered the whole ding-ding with the bounce-bounce of bounce the numbers oh, lab yeah. thing is in this movie.
1: So it's true. Kelly has yeah. split ends.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, anyway,
1: cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, these lockers are amazing. One of them is like has like a makeup carousel in their locker, and the sunglasses. other one has like CDs and like a stereo in like the little top locker thing. I think there's a sunglasses carousel. There might be because she's like the cool music one. And the other one's like the cool fashion it's, one. It's just too good. The yes. whole thing. Also, fun fact about my childhood for such a long time. Or at least when I first became aware of Mary-Kate and Ashley, I thought there were three of them. But you only ever saw two.
1: Why? Mary, Kate, oh. and Ashley. <laughs> and then someone Mary was like, Kate. it's Mary-Kate. And and Kate was just like shunned for some Kate reason. Kate is, a, what's her little sister's name? Um, um, um Elizabeth. Yeah, also. that's Elizabeth. Yeah. Although, yeah, she's killing she's it. She's acting though, right? She's killing it now.
0: She's booking the gigs.
1: Yeah, she's take, she picked up where her sisters <sighs> left off. And she looks like a triplet. She does.
0: Have you seen those creepy twins on TikTok that are like, we look like the Olsen twins. Like we look more like them than they do. Yeah. What's the deal with them? It's like,
1: okay, but you probably didn't go through their trauma.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're not as nuanced of women as they are. No.
1: Probably not. Okay. Well, now that we've just dumped
0: all this out in the (laughs) world, are you ready to watch it? Yes. All right. I would suggest that everyone get a glass of champagne. Um, Anything French. A baguette? An entire baguette. <laughs> just um, jet off to the nearest Panera. Get a baguette. And just shove it down your throat. <laughs> That's oui, it. Oui. <laughs> oui, oui. Okay, so I think this is on Netflix, but we're about to find out.
1: Uh, I doubt it.
0: Well, I don't know how we're going to watch it, but we will find a way. Yes, we will. It's probably on YouTube, let's be honest. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back.
1: So
2: Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.
0: We are back. We watched Passport to Paris. And a
1: oui-oui to Paris. (laughs) And you know... It was what I expected. It was exactly as I remembered it when I watched it in my head a few hours ago. <laughs> but
0: we did know like every line.
1: Yeah, it's even a lot of parts that you just completely forget about. About ten seconds before they occur, it comes to you and you can. Say it all comes rushing back. Yeah, you're like Gav's
0: brains. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> I have broken down the subcategories into this. I added a little bit. Okay. So we're going to go parts I appreciated, parts that are worse now, slash, things I didn't remember. <laughs> How dated is it, slash, problematic? Is it still good? And is it a worthwhile movie? <laughs> oh my God. So let's start with the ground to cover. The parts I appreciated.
1: <laughs> Audrey, you go first. <laughs> it's basically what all my notes are. <laughs> um,. Really appreciate the line near the beginning. Who'd you rather kiss, Kyle or Leonardo DiCaprio? (laughs) That's just a good line. I agree. Um, And then I was also really appreciating the made-up slang that they use. Yeah, no one said that. Nobody says these things, but some of the ones I wrote down are boy scoping, (laughs) digi dialing, and wine spritzer, in which they are referring to when... One of them spat wine out at the like butler. Butler's face. Yeah. Or even when they said like SNC snooze
0: and cruise. Like no one's ever said that. I mean maybe we just know, but They're supposed to be twelve. Yes. So one of the things in the beginning is like these girls have it made. Like they're like yeah. not the evil populars, but they're like definitely populars.
1: They're, like the kind of indie populars. Yeah. And then they're just not cheerleaders, but they're still liked. Yeah.
0: And they're describing their ideal, and they're describing their ideal spring break. And they're like spring fling with Kyle and Shane, Hannah's pool party, this weather girl's sleepover, and then a, enough time for a trip to the mall. And I was yeah. like, that sounds like an amazing weekend. Yeah. Well, Why are why, why are, are we shaming them? Why for that? are her
1: parents? Why are their parents hating on them for having plans? It doesn't
0: seem like they're particularly cultured either. No. We get no
1: details about their life. Yeah, it's spring break. Let the girls do what Let they them want. Do their thing. Let what, them live. They
0: just weirdly are like they can't be basic here. They have to go be basic in Paris. And they have straight A's too. Yeah, like. and they like have it figured out. Come on, it's easy for them. I don't know. I found that to be weird. It's um funny. Yeah, there are only twelve. <laughs> that is a choice. They're turning thirteen. I wonder what sign they are. Should I look it up? Yeah, look it up.
1: Like actually what sign they are?
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah not Melanie and Allie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're Geminis. They're twin Geminis?
0: Yeah. That's really right, strange. Geminis
1: before cancer. Their birthday's June 13th. Right?
0: Yes. Yeah, June thirteenth. Wow, good to know that they're Gemini's.
1: That's perfect. That's crazy. Yeah, Gemini's. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So they get to Paris.
0: Uh,
1: well, what other things did you appreciate? I mean, we basically, I think, covered it prior to watching because we have this thing burned into our brains. Yes. But they're um, <laughs> the fact that they. Flipped one of their hair out and the other one's in. And that's how you tell them and apart. And that's how you tell them apart. It's it's genius. It's a good choice. And it is very appreciated. Yes, it really is. <laughs> um,
0: so once they get to Paris, one of the things that happens to them is they... N- Meet by chance this supermodel named Brigitte, and I wrote down that I buy it for some reason. <laughs> Brigitte is like she's, so; she's like actually pretty good. Yeah. Like, like she feels like a real person, even though nothing that she does makes virtually any totally <laughs> sense. But for some reason, she's
1: pulling it off. She's pulling it off. I think because she's like authentically French. Yeah, maybe. So it's a little bit more like, like why would this supermodel
0: who has all these like advanced degrees like <laughs> randomly <laughs> like randomly um bother some tourist? Yeah, like children. why would she bother with some tourist children? <laughs> and then like Jeremy, their escort or whatever <laughs> chaperone, <laughs> chaperone. <laughs> like he's not it, but for some no, reason not in she least. like Did falls for line? it. Okay, you need to be nice about the hairline. People (laughs) can't help it. But she, like, really went with him for some reason, which I found to be very weird. Oh, and then did she even know that they were the ambassador's children? Like, did she know that he was going to be a diplomat? I guess she found out... I guess she found out pretty early. But so. Yeah,
1: I think it's not on screen, but she obviously knows. I think it's like
0: literally when they cut away for a second when they're at the Jardin du
1: Luxembourg or
0: whatever. <laughs> I think that he tells her that when when she's like my dissertation was on <laughs> and then he's like Middle oh, East policy. No way, I did something just like that and then it like goes away for a second and you deduce that they've put it all
1: together. Yeah. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Um,
0: oh, appreciate the soundtrack. Yeah, the soundtrack is like the same four songs over and over again, but we're into it. Yes. I found the height differences between Mary-Kate <laughs> and Ashley and their love interests to be <laughs> utterly chilling.
1: But it, but Specifically, like... Specifically um, Michelle and uh,
0: Melanie. Yeah, I was like... That is ungodly, and then yeah. I assume they might be different ages, but I checked on Wikipedia and they're not. So I Born was like, the
1: same year, eighty six. That's, that's nice. Yeah,
0: I was relieved by that personally. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, oh, you know what? That makes sense though, because their parents would never let them like. No, their parents would cast appropriate. I yeah, think. definitely.
1: But they casted tall. Yes, and and we don't blame them. Bro. We don't blame them for that. <laughs> I would say. But
0: that one thing that i appreciate about this movie is that especially compared to the other movies we've watched with romance involved they give like a very reasonable and respectable amount of time <laughs> to developing the relationships between yeah. the girls and their love interests yeah it's not just like one half ass scene and then they're like going to get married in
1: love. <laughs> yeah
0: no like it's very reasonable like they walk around and talk about their lives like it's almost enough where they could have cut some of it yeah um but i thought that that was that's refreshing you don't normally get that yeah when it's
1: tweens yes falling and, in love.
0: and similarly the scene with jeremy and brigitte like walking around at night was actually a lot better than i remembered it being
1: yeah or it was
0: like as good as i remember
1: we were laughing because i was pointing out that like the way that scene is written is like an airtight dramatic
0: scene. <laughs> yeah it actually is because they're like i mean it's cliche but i was like there's no air there. No, they're walking around, and they're talking about how they're both workaholics, and none of their relationships work out because they're workaholics. Uncompromising. Yeah, Jeremy says they're both uncompromising workaholics, and then they <laughs> they walk by this little gelato stand, and they can't agree on what flavor to get, and then just Brigitte is like... I love chocolate.
1: So what will we do? But and if he then, likes vanilla. Yeah.
0: And then he's like, we can get chocolate. And he compromises he com- and, and that development. That is cinema. That is cinema. That's why we come to the movies <laughs> <laughs> to see change. <laughs>
1: Humans are capable of change oh my God. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, also, there's so much in this movie with uh, like the tension between the girls and Jeremy, their chaperone that is so rooted in a pre-cell phone existence. yeah, or like only fancy adults have cell phones because like they go around with these boys and like it's like a fucking crisis every single time. but like <laughs> if they had had phones, it would have been chill. it would have been
1: so fine. Yeah, find my friends. imagine. It would have been absolutely. The fine. entire plot would have had to be like reworked. Yes, it would have.
0: It would have had to have been a lot more like evading, a lot of more chase sequences. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. Okay. Also, the grandpa in this movie has the range.
1: He's so
0: <laughs> cute, wholesome, and talented. <laughs> he is cute, wholesome, and talented, and he's like so boring at the beginning, and then yeah. he's like absurdly cute by the he, end.
1: Like, she, because okay, when the boys are down on the ground looking up at Mary Kate and, and Ashley, they're throwing
0: stones at their window the night before. They think. They are gonna go to the dance together, but yeah. then they can't go.
1: And the grandpa's like in his study, pacing, and he like looks out the window and he sees them, and he's wearing a three piece suit.
0: She <laughs> <Audrey laughs> thought it was funny when I said, "Why is Grandpa wearing a three piece suit in the middle it's of like the night,
1: one a.m.?" And he's just like, he's just like pacing,
0: kind of trotting around in a three piece <laughs> suit. It's like a beige three piece suit. It's weird.
1: But his monologue to them that next morning, yeah. is, like way too good for this movie yeah it
0: reminded me of the really good monologue in Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen when Alison Pill is like you taught me what it's like to be proud of who I am or brave enough to be different and their grandpa gives this really cute monologue about how he like asked his wife to get married really quickly and that they were together for 45 years
1: in Paris and and she was from Paris and he was a soldier and it's just and he's like he's tearing up and then you, you get the reverse shot of the girls, and they're just like stone cold. They're, they're like, sitting there, just like they're like,
0: "Am wow, I done yet?"
1: <laughs> wow, grandpa, you've never told me that story before. <laughs> <laughs> wow, grandpa, <laughs> that is really what it's like. <laughs> Not one bit of emotion in their eyes. Like, yeah, no, so they ever. don't
0: know an emotion, honestly.
1: They're like when's lunch (laughs) i can't wait for billboard dad so i can make fun of the part
0: where they're in the ice cream place and the dad says your mother always liked the nuts (laughs) i'm talking about ice cream sundaes i cannot handle it and they're sitting there just like when's lunch
1: (laughs) there's so many moments like that it's so true in their movies okay
0: so now we kind of already have streamlined into parts that are worse now slash things that we didn't remember. Um, but I would like to say that it makes no sense that there is like an inexplicable open to the public tween dance
1: yeah, that they go in to. in Paris. Yeah. That just so happens to fall on the same day as their yeah, spring flame would f- have. And the fact that when they show up. Friggin' Jeremy and And Brigitte Brigitte are there? It's like, why are you at the tween dance? They're just there for convenience, just to tell them that he got rehired and promoted. It feels very 18 and under Bowling Alley nightclub. Yeah. It's
0: like, why are they there? Why are they even allowed in? I don't know. (laughs) We're unsure. We're unsure. Okay, I don't know why, Audrey, but speaking of 18 and under nightclub, I was recently telling someone the story about you getting asked to the
1: boneyard (laughs) over the phone. Will you tell that story really fast? I mean, it's hardly even a story. Well, that's why it's good for this situation. But just, um, this kid who I was not friends with (laughs) or ever spoke to, um... I don't know what grade. We were in sixth, maybe? Yeah. You um, were in sixth. Yeah, oh, yeah. We're yeah. not twins. We're not twins, unfortunately. <laughs> um, <laughs> he called um, the home phone at our house, and this is like when we had a home phone, so <laughs> clearly he looked in our little middle school directory and called me up, which is really cute in retrospect, um, but nobody picked up, <laughs> so he left a message, or actually, no, I think mom picked up. It's maybe one of the one or I the don't other. remember. and he just he was like can I take Audrey to the boneyard which <laughs> is like a arcade it was I like David Buster's but like for tweens yeah and like I had never been there it turns out I think his dad owned it I think that was what it was but I had no clue what that was <laughs> so my mom was like um this kid uh
0: called you <laughs> and proposed that you go, go to, the to the boneyard the backyard,
1: which like <laughs> who knows what that means yeah, and yeah. We, we were pretty new to the town at the time yeah. so we just had no clue what to do with that information <laughs> we were like yeah, You're like not calling you back.
0: <laughs> I thought about that recently. I think we were talking about weird middle school asking people out, and I thought oh, I had like
1: twenty five of those in middle school. I know
0: you were like the girl to wife in middle Ew. school. Yeah, like what happened? I don't know. <laughs> the boys are more punchable than I remembered, especially Brocker. Brock. I, was Brock Turner. I think his name is Brocker Way. Brocker Way is really horrible. <laughs>
1: A.K.A. Jean. Yes. Right? I think so. I keep getting it. Is Michel the dark-haired one? I thought so. I think he is. Yeah. Whatever. Jean Michel. <laughs> they,
0: they could get punched and I'd be happy. Yeah. I think... Oh, I also really hated the dumb jinx motif in this. Yeah,
1: the jinx motif that comes to full <laughs> capacity during Grandpa during the like pe like the not what during the water treaty segment <laughs> the peace treaty
0: they were negotiating nuclear <laughs> nuclear uh War. Uh, anyway, that actually really perfectly feeds into what I was going to say is love that mary Kay and Ashley single-handedly uh, negotiate the reworking of Paris's system of aqueducts in this movie. <laughs> time <Aqueduct. laughs> Like, is that really their
1: platform? And there's is also that...
0: this, like, weird thread where everyone's like, we love Napoleon. Like, they love Napoleon so much in this movie. i like, I
1: feel like we don't really stand Napoleon, but... No, like, okay. oh, I thought he was, like,
0: a person history does not look upon kindly, yeah, no. but whatever. Like, the whole kind of the running theme, like, the subplot of this movie diplomatically is that, like, there's something going on with this water treaty between some country that they (laughs) never specify and (laughs) And France. And it's like this whole thing. I don't even know. Jeremy's mad that no one's listening to his water treaty. Yeah. He like wants
1: grandpa to take him seriously about his stance on the water treaty. Of course, it takes the power of Mary Kate and Ashley to bring it yeah. to fruition. You have
0: you have a uh, seasoned veteran diplomat <laughs> sitting there with the other but person. He's too weak. He, he's not persuasive enough. They you tell need him. you need Mary Kate and Ashley. Literally, the other diplomats, like your granddaughters, more are more
1: persuasive than, than you, you are. are. <laughs> and then
0: he points and laughs at him. Imagine your whole diplomatic career flashing before your eyes because your torpy granddaughters are like. Water cheaties are totally cool. Like, yeah. Like, horrible.
1: They're like sharing clueless. Like, why don't you go to the kitchen, rearrange a few things, yeah. and then we can totally party with the Haitians. Yeah, but she says the Hadeans. Yeah, the
0: Hadeans. Did you know she did that on accident?
1: No. Yeah, that was
0: an actual accident.
1: <gasps> That's so good. I know. <laughs> oh, my. And so bad, but so good. If you all want a
0: clueless episode, let us know. It's yeah. kind of before our time. It's
1: before our time, but. We have watched it a lot. Yeah, we really, really have. Okay.
0: Is it dated or problematic? I had no issues with it. No, I mean, it's harmless. It honestly felt like, except the only thing that dated it was, like, the slang and the cell phone stuff. Other than that, like... It could happen. It felt like very basic, like, G-rated standard fare. And there yeah. was there was no – there was nothing like in Cinderella Story where there were, like, a billion offensive things. <laughs> yeah. This movie had none of those. Except, mm. like, maybe if you were, if like, French. mad about the fake French people.
1: Yeah.
0: Which, Which like, I mean, sure. I'd be
1: mad if I was French. <laughs> but, like, I feel like you
0: could appreciate the goofiness of it. Yeah. You know? Like, I don't think anyone would be, like – And
1: it's not, like –
0: Trying to parade a cinema or something, no, definitely not. So, this is not this was a direct to (laughs) tape release, yeah. Um, and I do think that, like, if it was made now, there would probably be a lot of like cringe worthy attempts at being inclusive, like Mm -hmm. in ways that don't even make sense, yeah. Which, like, a lot of things are
1: doing now, which is like not to say don't try to make things inclusive, but sometimes it's just sometimes it's like okay, just like. Do what you were going to do before you tried to, like, make it. Right, abusive. like, make it less obvious that
0: you're trying to, like, be yeah problematic. Is it still good? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I
1: mean, no. I I wouldn't. I don't know who I would recommend it for. <laughs> like, um, I recommend grader. it for anybody our age who saw it as a child.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a fun movie to rewatch, but it's, like, atrocious to watch, <laughs> like, in real life.
1: Oh, my God. Like, I don't know if I would have gotten through it if I was watching it yeah, for the we first time. Yeah, we were basically
0: time. watching it Rocky Horror style, like, yeah. screaming the
1: lines at it as it went, which is, like, not your standard viewing style. No, but it's it's very fun, you know? It is very fun. If you, if you have movies like that that you just know by heart... It's obnoxious if you're watching it with people who don't know it as well. Yes, which is why we can get away with this, right? This would probably be another fun one to do a live
0: screening of.
1: Yeah, but everybody would need to like know it. Well,
0: <laughs> I mean, I know many people that were uh, had their personalities formed by the Sam's Club Barry, Kate, and Ashley three pack, in which this was included. <laughs> it so like you just said Barry, Kate, and Ashley. Barry, Manilow, Kate, and Ashley. <laughs> Mary, Kate, and Ashley. Here's my deep take about this movie. Oh, can't wait. I don't, I don't know how you muster okay. one. So, I don't think this movie is worthwhile, but <laughs> I do think that this movie does a couple things very well. I think that this movie does a very good job of portraying love that is just for fun and not forever for young girls. A crush that's just, like, an exploration of yourself that's just fun, that's not, like, life-ending if it ends.
1: Like, they leave, and it is totally fine. Yeah, and they're just like, bye. We're good. Yeah, they're, like, totally fine. They're happy, and they're happy that they have their grandpa with them, and it's just not – they're not sad about it. Yeah,
0: it really ends up being more about their grandpa than anything else. Yeah. Which is – Surprising, Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't get much airtime. He does not get much airtime at all. But then when he does get it, he really shines. Yeah. So I think that it does that. And I also think, this is my deeper take, that I think this movie does a good job of evoking the feeling of, like, the first time you feel like an individual human who's making your own choices for some people is like the first time you feel like picked by someone romantically. Mm -hmm. Like, and I think, especially when you're a boy crazy tween, that can be such a big thing. Like I know for me, I was, I mean, obviously I was incredibly boy crazy. And like, (laughs) that was always a really big thing to me. Like the idea of being Selected, which is like it, it has it has problematic elements, obviously, but right. like when you're 12,
1: and it was well, it's it's like pretty well done in this. as far, Yeah, it's right. It's harmless. Well, that was the thing I was gonna say is yeah. they actually keep it
0: together really well. Yeah. Like they still care about their family, they still care about Jeremy and the and Brigitte and Grandpa, right. or whatever. Um, they don't like ditch everyone 100.
1: Yeah, and that's not really the major issue I guess in the movie is that like they progressively get less and less attached to reality and like all
0: this type of thing (laughs) doesn't get that bad yeah I just love that the romance in this movie is not supposed to be about being forever and that's kind of the point yeah I think that that's a very healthy thing to be teaching young girls yeah
1: and ultimately they're back at home and they're like Screw you, Kylan, Shane. Yeah, they're the boys that blew them off in the
0: beginning. We're too cultured. Yeah, they're like literally, they're like, we're reading about
1: Africa. <laughs> and Leave us alone. They walk into the distance talking about Africa. Yeah, they do.
0: <laughs> so they grow. Except I really do still take issue with the parents being like, our daughters are 12 whole years <laughs> old and all they care about is the mall and Leo DiCaprio. Like, like of course. Yeah.
1: Let Let them them have their things.
0: Let them have their things. I still feel like they are able to be dynamic and smart and like their things. Yeah. And not have their parents like shit on them. And
1: I mean, is that not kind of what we're doing here? Good point. Like, we're still smart. We're still (laughs) educated. But we're also talking about Mary-Kate and Ashley. In my hallway with blankets all over the (laughs)
0: walls.
1: (laughs) We relate. Yeah, that's the
0: point. That's it. That is the thesis of our analysis. Um, life imitates art. Password pairs, and us. Also, I would like to say that my favorite exchange of the whole movie that okay, they're twelve years old in the movie, and Mary Kate I think or Melanie excuse me <laughs> says to her man, she says, "This is when they're on the roof near the Eiffel Tower eating like dinner or whatever." She's like. When Allie and I were nine years old, nine years old, it was only three <laughs> years prior. I'm pretty sure that she said nine. Yeah. When Allie and I were nine years old, we went to Disneyland for the first time. And I thought, life just <laughs> can't get any better than this. Now I know, <laughs> like, it can or like it does or something. And I was just like, bruh, you were <laughs> like, Disneyland was the peak of your life only three years ago?
2: But hey I, I
0: mean i guess that makes sense there's just something about the fact that. that they're like k- kids or like little kids i don't when know.
1: when i was nine disney was probably the peak, <laughs> literally the peak of my life when i was like 17 was going <laughs> yeah to disney. like that went on <laughs>
0: it was just like a weird line to include yeah i
1: was like don't point
0: out the fact that they're like kids
1: yeah i don't know when i was nine three days ago <laughs> Let us know if there are any other Mary-Kate and Ashley movies that you want us to cover. We are very, very familiar with Billboard Dad and Switching Goals, but we have seen some other ones. It could be kind of interesting to do one that we've seen less. Yeah. like do, like, a less ingrained yeah, review. Yeah. If we did,
0: like, New York Minute or something.
1: Our Lips Are Sealed. Yeah. Those, are like, Holiday in the Sun. Holiday in the Sun. Yeah. Those are, like, the old ones when they were teenagers. Yeah. We haven't seen... I think we've seen Holiday in the Sun, like, once.
0: New York Minute yeah. once. And I don't think... And probably our lips are sealed once. once. yeah. Yeah. At Erin so, and Julia's house. Yeah. Yeah. That, those were our cousins.
1: Yeah, our cousins had the older Mary-Kate and Ashley movies. Yeah. And we had the, like, tween Mary-Kate and Ashley movies.
0: I actually think it might be really fun to have them on the Princess and the Pauper episode. <gasps> Oh
1: my god! Because we watched
0: that one together so much. That would be so good. Yeah, I think that'd be really funny.
1: that's <laughs> Such a good idea.
0: We could do remote with them too.
1: We have the technology. Yeah.
0: Perhaps we'll do that oh with god. our cousins. You will live. <laughs> we'll be singing Preminger the whole time.
1: Okay, <laughs> should we close with a? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Sing song. Yes. So we've been we've been receiving <laughs> feedback that the uh, musical interpretations we did in the first episode of this show. Have been missed. So, this is our rendition of what is it again? Um, I like forgot.
1: I think it's called Sugar. Yeah. Right?
0: I think. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Sugar by Stretch Princess is used a lot in this movie. Okay. (laughs) Here we go. What's the starting pitch? I don't know what the words are. Me either. Okay.
0: Sugar, 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 sugar it to it my... Oh, I messed it up one more time. I didn't think we were going to start that far ahead. Oh. Can we go from the...
1: Stinking it, it to Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. One, two, three. Stinging it to my back. Stinking it to my back.
0: Stinking it to my back. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> You can hire us to sing at your birthday party. Amazing. <laughs> if you have any movies at all you want us to cover, send us a DM at 2 Pink Pictures on Instagram. You can email Hannah at Hleach at evergreenpodcast.com. And also
1: Twitter?
0: Yeah, Twitter at 2pinkpictures. We want it all. We want
1: to do it all. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. You can find more from us at evergreenpodcast.com slash sleepover dash cinema and keep up with our latest creative projects at TupingPictures.com. We're on Instagram and Twitter at pictures, and would love to hear from you there. And if you like the show, if it brings back evocative memories
0: of childhood or tweendom or babysitting, share an episode of your choice with your friends. And maybe even leave us an iTunes review telling us what movie you'd like to see us cover next. Sleepover Cinema is a production of Evergreen Podcasts and is edited and produced by me, Hannah Ray Leach. Special thanks to mixing engineer Sean Rule Hoffman and executive producers Michael DeAloya and David Moss. Our show music is by Josh Perlman Hall.
1: We'll chat again soon. Bye. Hello, 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 hello. Sticking it to my back. Sticking it to
0: my back. Sounds like we're yelling through like a coat. Something that's making the voice double or whatever the fuck. (laughs) Sticking it to my back. He doesn't understand what this means to us.
1: What this means
0: to us. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Let's get through this.
1: Sugar, <laughs> sugar.
0: You're trying to release a, an Take update of time.
1: this. Of this, uh... This gorge song. gorgina song. Okay. <laughs> gorgina.
2: Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lovallo...